Welcome everybody back to 21 Days of Prayer. This is day 19. I'm Pastor Andrew, and we're going to continue in our talking about praying for those who need God. Yesterday we talked a little bit about that, a couple points on how to pray for someone, uh, depending on where they're at in their relationship with Christ, if they've backslidden, never been saved, uh, whatever the circumstance might be. And we're going to continue talking about that today on day 19. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about praying that they may, that people may have a personal relationship with God. Now we know as Christians, um, as believers, that there's a difference between relationship and religion. And a lot of times what we saw in the gospel with the Pharisees and the Sadducees um, and the religious leaders is a very religious mindset. Now we know that the law and that God's word and the New Testament and the Old Testament together are an important connection of the foundation that we choose to live in as Christians. But we also know that when Jesus came, uh, there was a change. Uh, you know, the, the sacrificial lamb had come. It changed a lot of things. It, it broke off some of the religious uh, behavior. So we have to understand what it means to uh, still live foundationally for Christ and for God and understand his word, but also remember that this is a relationship. We don't want it to be religious fully. We want it to be a relationship with Christ. And I think there's a lot of people out there that um, they don't understand that concept. They view uh, church and Christianity as a, as a religion, and they miss the aspect of relationship, which is important uh, to build. In any relationship, you have to have communication and passion and desire and uh, you know, discipline and all those things. And so when we have a relationship with Christ that's our own, we get to have all those things with the creator of the universe. And a lot of times people might only see God through the lens of religion or church or organization. Maybe if they've had a negative experience uh, with a circumstance, whether it's by their own doing or um, by, you know, someone in those organizations, sometimes they can view God in a negative light because of mistakes that people have made. And we have to remember, and we know that uh, no person is perfect. Uh, no matter how much leadership God puts into someone, no one will ever be perfect. We see that all throughout the Bible, people that love Jesus, love God, that God used, and they still screwed up. They still made mistakes. So a lot of times people rely on other people to be God or to be the religion or to be the church. And we have to remember that ultimately it's Christ, it's God, it's the Bible, it's the Trinity, it's the Holy Spirit that really dictates or should dictate what we do um, so that those viewpoints aren't askewed. So um, we have to remember that God came to build a personal relationship and not just have a religious mindset. So you might need to pray for some people to maybe get out of that mindset in order to really see what it is that God wants to do for them. I can't spend time with God or, or desire to do it if I don't have a passion for him. If I don't have a passion to do something, anything, I probably won't do it well. And a lot of times the same thing applies to our relationship with God. We, we, we make it religious. We, we try to discipline ourselves with prayer and reading the Bible and going to church. But we have to remember that there's a passion that has to be there. That's how God continues to use us and help us grow and put us into positions as disciples, as leaders, and give us favor. So passion is a huge part of our relationship, your relationship with Christ. And we should be praying that, that people around us, as they, they come to salvation, as God opens up their hearts, that there would be passion involved, there would be relationship involved. God wants his sons and daughters home. So pray for those around you to have a personal encounter with the living God, a personal encounter, because we know one thing, and that's that nobody can take away your testimony. So when someone has a personal encounter with the Father uh, in heaven, then uh, it changes our perspective. I know I've had them, I'm sure you have as well, and the more that we pray, the more we time we spend with him, 
the more clearly we hear his voice in our lives, the more clearly we're able to access the Holy Spirit and discern things around us. That's an advantage that we have. And so we have to understand that when we pray for others, that passion is so important. So if you're doing that, you might, you might, if you're praying for someone to get out of a religious mindset or to understand the personal relationship side, it might look like this. Father, I pray that people will understand how much you love them. Loose the spirit of adoption for the people around me so that they may come into a meaningful relationship with you. Stir in their hearts a, a longing to come home and to hear your voice and to see you welcoming them with open arms. Let them know you are always running to meet them and hold them close. We know that God will press himself upon us as we let him, but he will not do it without us. It's a two-way street in that relationship with Christ. So we need to pray that people have personal encounters with Jesus and not just religious ones. And that they would understand that church is about more than just an event or a couple hours, but Lord, they would understand that it's a way of life, that it's a connection, that that connection is important. And that I talked about it a little bit yesterday on day 18, how uh, who you spend time with and who you uh, allow into your life plays a huge factor in where your relationship with Christ goes. Uh, so we need to pray for people to have those kind of encounters. And we're going to talk about that here in a minute too. So uh, on to the next part, we're also going to talk a little bit about praying for believers to cross other people's paths. Now this talks a little bit more about discipleship. We, we kind of have given that theme of discipleship uh, throughout these prayers for other people because we know that the model that Jesus gave us is discipleship, is leadership, is, is connecting with other people and helping them grow, being a part of that process. Salvation starts with the cross, but it doesn't end there. We know that there is way more to our relationships with Christ, and we have to help others get there too. So we have to be discipled and be discipling other people. Those two things are vital to the success and the growth of, of, of church and of people's passion and relationships with Christ. So this is twofold. We can pray for other Christians to influence people. You know, God, bring the right people into that person's life. Or we can ask him to open the doors for us to have those positive influences on others. We know that God's plan is to reach people, is work through those who already know and love him. As we talked about, our testimonies, the fruit that we bear, dictate where other people are and what they see in us. And that plays a big factor in them uh, getting saved and, and, and turning their lives around. Jesus asks us to pray for people to go into the world and to be salt and light. We're the salt of the earth. You know, we have to be lit on a hill. All, all the scenarios and the parables and the analogies that are given in the Bible about what our roles are as followers of Christ. He came to bring the good news of the gospel to all people and his desire is that everyone would know him. Now we know that, but it's one thing to know that and another thing to act upon that. So we need to do a better job of discipling others. Or if we've come to the conclusion that maybe it's not us that, that reaches a certain person. We know that God puts people in our lives for a reason. And maybe there's someone else that needs to speak into someone's life in a way that you can't. So you need to pray for God to bring the right people. Ask God to open doors for you to be a discipler to maybe specific situations, but also ask him to open the right doors for other people to speak into those situations. We know that's why it's so important to be connected with the church body, right? Because we know that there's strength in numbers. We know that there's strength in accountability and in, in challenging other people for the kingdom of Christ in a positive way. And it takes prayer and community and collectiveness in order to do that. We can't do that on our own. We know we can't stand on our own. That's why we need Jesus. We are weak and he is strong. So when it comes to being a witness to other people and bringing people to the, the knowledge and the acceptance of Christ, 
we know that it takes sometimes multiple people to do that. So the doors may need to be open for you, but also for someone else to speak into someone's life. Matthew 9.38 says, Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore to send out workers into his harvest field. So it's sometimes the workers are not just us. There's others around us. And it, it takes that community in order to do that. So when you're praying and you're spending time with the Lord and you're asking him to change people's lives and open the doors, remember to ask God to open the doors for other people too, to maybe be witnesses in those situations. Because it might be someone else who has an opportunity to disciple the situation that you're speaking on. That doesn't mean we stop. doesn't mean we quit speaking into those people's lives or attempting to disciple or, or reach them. But we also know that it might take another voice uh, to be that right connection that that person needs, maybe based on their own experiences. It says, as his spiritual farmers, we should be attuned to opportunities to plant spiritual seeds in the lives of people we encounter each day. We may have no idea who has already been praying for them and the the impact our kind words, compassionate acts, or loving attitude can have to draw them to Christ. So you might be the one that someone else prayed for to speak into someone else's life. And a lot of times we can plant a seed in someone's life and it may feel small to us. Maybe you prayed for someone or you just spoke a kind word or or you, you, something small that you might say, well, I didn't disciple them. I didn't witness to them. But sometimes God uses the smallest things to grow the biggest trees. And those small seeds sometimes turn into big opportunities just because we obey the voice of God. So discipling and reaching out and, and, and the Great Commission and witnessing to others looks different in different situations. Sometimes you might be the person that, that opens the door and then someone else walks through it to, to plant that discipleship and that salvation and that help in someone else. So, you know, there's multiple layers uh, to uh, being a discipler of other people. There's multiple layers to praying through those kind of circumstances. So we need to be the disciples of Christ. We need to be the disciples and be the disciplers. We know that Jesus changed the world with, with a dozen people. And because of that, we understand the model that it's about more than just witnessing to others. We have to speak into their lives. We have to, we have to pour into people and we have to connect with people. And that's how we really create change for the kingdom of God. That's how we bring the kingdom of God to earth is through real life covenantal change. So that's important. So when we pray, we, we, we probably say something like this, uh, and I would encourage you to do this in your prayer time uh, today. Father, I pray for the lost around me to meet believers who will influence them in a positive way. Lord, let my life shine in such a way that people want to know the God I serve. Allow others to see my genuine love and concern for them in all that I say and do. Let me be your hands and feet to serve them and let them know just how much you love them. So we're asking God to open the doors, not just for us, but for those around us. Sometimes we need to be praying for someone else to have an opportunity to be a witness because maybe they need it just as much as the person receiving it. So planting seeds and good ground is important. We need to plant those seeds constantly in everything that we do and say. Now, is that easier said than done? Yes, none of us are perfect. But if we remember that Christ uses the little things, God uses the, uses the little things to create big things, then we know that we're, we're planting into good seed. So we hope that you got something out of this today. We'll have one more tomorrow on praying for those uh, that need God. That'll be day 20, and we'll see you later.